0: If you are serious about building your short term rental business to $10,000, $20,000, maybe even $30,000 a month or more, you have come to the right place. My name is Kyle Stanley, and this is the Fearless Investor Podcast where we teach you all things short term rentals the best guests, the best tools, the best strategies. There are so many investing paths out there. It can be seriously overwhelming to start out as a new investor, but take it from me, short-term rentals is the best and the quickest way to build your cash flow. So buckle up, listen in, and get ready to conquer the world of short-term rentals. Here we go. Team Fearless.
1: If you didn't already know, I closed on close to 100 doors in just under two years, and I did it without using any of my own money and without leaving the comfort of my office chair. Now I did this with something I like to call the caster method. And maybe you've heard me talk about it, but now is your chance to actually learn this exact method from me. In my five day caster challenge, I'm gonna help you find hot deals. You're gonna hear real conversations that I have with sellers that are live. And by day five, you will have everything you need to get on the phone with a motivated seller in your market. Jump on this five-day caster challenge today. Go to thefearlessinvestors.co backslash five day. That's thefearlessinvestors.co backslash five day. Let me show you exactly how good deals are created, not just found. See you there.
0: What's up? Team- hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, Lame. How we doing, brother? Good, 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 good. We Dude, we're tired. We're tired. We've had we had a long last few hell, we've had a long last six months.
2: <laughs> Bro, it's been brutal. It's been brutal, but it's been a ton of fun. Yes. Ton of fun, a lot of value. Been grinding, baby.
0: And the the five day challenge, if you all missed out, I, I feel sorry for you missing out live, but there's still good news. We can still get you some access, but uh, I had a ton of fun with it. And I was, I remember in the beginning you were like, oh man, are you think people really are going to like want to learn about this? <laughs> <laughs> and night one, we were like oh, shoot, I didn't realize that Zoom has 100 people max. Like, we need to upgrade our account because there's 100 people plus trying to get in. And yeah. uh, I had a ton of fun with it, though, man. And, and I feel like everyone got a, a crap ton of value.
2: Yeah, it's been huge. I mean, uh, the response and feedback has been incredible. Uh, people were able to see me get my teeth kicked in, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I think stuff like that is is real. And it's important for people to see and know you know, that like, I'm no different than you and if I can do it, you can do it, you know? Um, and I think that was like one of the bigger things that we were able to get across, but uh, it's been, yeah, it's, it's been fun man. And, and we, we have had support. I mean, I was getting, my phones was getting blown up that first day Yeah, uh, <laughs> and I didn't realize because I was like, oh, we got to hundred pretty quick. And then I looked at my wow. phone 20 minutes in, they're like, I need to get in. I'm like, oh crap, we, <laughs> we, uh, we need to upgrade. So it was fun. And fun.
0: well, and guys, if you're listening right now and you're like, I didn't even know about the five day challenge or like I was on vacation so I couldn't do it whatever that looked like, you can still get all the recordings. you can still go back and make sure that you learn everything that anyone who was there live was able to learn and you can do that just at the co right there on the home page it shows you buy your next STR without leaving your home with none of your money. That's the five day challenge go ahead and register you'll get the recordings right away. But, you know, day one, just learning the basics of what we call the caster method. Day two, how to build your team to make sure that all these transactions go very smoothly and you have leads coming to you. Day three, we found deals, but even though we say we create deals, right? We we showed you how to find them. Yep. Day four, we're underwriting them. Day five, you're literally seeing live calls that Lame did. He referred to as getting his teeth kicked in. But that's that's exactly <laughs> what we did. And I don't know anywhere else, right? That you're doing this where you're getting it for free, basically, getting to see live sales calls. And, and that was the value we wanted to give to you, Team Fearless. So, anything else you want to say about that, Lummi?
2: Well, just really like, you know, at the end of, of that, people had more information, mm-hmm. more knowledge, more know how, and what to do than I did when I closed my first deal. Not like started, but when I closed my first deal. Like, and so it's real value. It's there for you guys, and uh, I'm just I'm just glad we were able to put it out there, baby. So and,
0: you know that that's the big thing too. I think people forget about this, right? You you pay for proximity, you pay for knowledge, but also if I'm able to do something and I got my teeth kicked in and I was still able to buy a hundred doors in less than two years, I'm referring to you. Then why can't that next person, who is going to have more knowledge, more information, more understanding of red flags and green flags why can't they move faster and that's exactly what happened with you and i right like what i think that was one of the first things i said was hey if i was able to grow to i think at the time it was 30 properties coasting and arbitrage if i was able to get 30 in you know year and a half why can't you do it faster and you went and got 50 properties in eight months just wild And, and and that's that's the advantage too of getting a mentor getting help along the way whether it's free, paid, however you want to do it, uh, there there's so many opportunities to learn out there, so that you don't make the same mistakes as others. One hundred percent,
2: one of them. One hundred percent, and really, and and you know, for me personally, and I don't know if you can speak to this too, Kyle, but like I just wanted to make sure that whatever we put out was real, intentional value, like stuff that like I did and worked, and like and and also like we gave it to other people and it worked, and so I just can't stress enough that it's like you know there there's, there's real value that can be applied into your day into your portfolio
0: right now to cut down that time to success, as you mentioned. So cool. So again, guys, the fearless and you can go check that out. And if you're wanting to buy more properties in 2024, you don't have the knowledge, you don't have the cash. You don't want to go and get those rates that are out there like everyone else. Then this is definitely going to be for you. But today what we're really talking about is how to maximize AirDNA's new platform. We had Aaron Copinger, who was yeah. really like, honestly, before we went live, I was like, Aaron, you know, we kind of know how air DNA works. We just want to give people the look. And he went and showed us like all these things that we didn't even know existed. Yeah. Like, what, what was that? Right. Like, yeah. it was fire. So, for those of you that are watching on YouTube, you're in the right place. For those of you that are listening on the podcast, I'm really going to encourage you just. Stop listening right now on the podcast. Go over to the YouTube channel and watch because he's going to share his screen. He's going to show the new interface. He's going to show all the new bells and whistles. Before he does, you know, like, Lame, well, I don't know about you. When I first got started with the new AirDNA, I freaking hated it because it was yep. it was slow. It was different. We hate change, right? Whenever something changes, we're just like, what's going on? I had a system, and now I got to switch my... But after actually looking behind the curtains, I was like, oh, wait, this is badass.
2: Yeah. Well, and they did a huge overhaul with, and the reason they did it, and Aaron was really, um, you know, he made this point a few times, is he did it for for you, for us, for the users, right? To be able to provide more value, and that's exactly what, what this was. It was extremely tactical, like super tactical, and that's why this is valuable because he goes through all of the new features, which once you get caught up to speed with it, you realize, like, this thing's a this thing's a beast it, it really is a valuable asset to have especially as you're going out and acquiring and underwriting so yeah it was fun it was fun he, he's a cool guy it was almost like you made it right
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is the fun part uh, this, this is literally one of the creators of the new interface so you're cool. we're not just getting a demo from a salesperson we're getting the brain behind the operation so th- very exciting and one of the things i love the most about it is that it's now extremely affordable. And Aaron even talks about it too, how a lot of people used to just be like, all right, because it's so expensive, I'm just going to go get one month. I'm going to download all the data and then I'm going to leave the membership and not touch it again unless I ever need it again. And now it's just like, okay, it's what? At worst, 50 bucks a month, something like that, 25 yep. a lot. It, it gives you everything you need without having to worry twice about the, the monthly recurring um, charge. And and I think that was beautiful for everyone out here. So if you're ready to get started with AirDNA and you haven't, Link is down in the description or the show notes below wherever you're listening or watching. So, run. yeah, Lame, let's let's get to it with Aaron Koppiner. What do you think? Let's run it. Guys, what's up? Welcome into the Fearless Investors podcast. It's me, Kyle Stanley, along with my co-host, Lame Kenny. Yes, Kenny.
2: sir. I'm excited for this one. We got some gas.
0: Very excited. We got... You know, kind of an audible here. Uh, we we wanted to talk about um, a lot of things AirDNA related, and we do. We are going to be doing that, but we're doing it with uh, the guy who actually was a part of making this, and that's why I'm excited about this audible. Uh, so, Aaron Kopiner, welcome to the Fearless Investors Podcast. Appreciate you being on, man.
3: Thanks for having me, guys. I'm excited for this one too.
0: Cool. For those of you that are watching live right now on the six figure formula, excited for you to be able to see our screen. For those of you watching on replay on YouTube, you're in the right place. For those of you who are listening on the podcast, we're gonna do our best to kind of paint a picture, but your best bet is just go over to YouTube and watch this video. So make sure to do that. But Aaron, first of all, how long you been with AirDNA and, and you know, tell tell us a little behind the scenes of like what went into the reasons for these changes that you guys made. A complete overhaul.
3: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, good question. Uh, I guess it was seven days ago. Put me at two years at AirDNA. Uh, oh, nice. Wow. It's okay. two calendar years, but it feels like it. It feels like dog years. If I'm being honest, like, <laughs> in a good way. Like, it's, uh, it's been a lot, and it's been a lot of fun with all the changes that we made that you talked about too. You know, when I first got here, we were MarketMinder. Everybody's using that, and we made the, the concerted effort to to change all of that. You know, that was intentional, and the reason yeah. that we did it. There's a few of the reasons is there's an expectation in the industry to have a certain type of platform that you're using. You know, you go to Airbnb, you have a certain type of experience. You go to Pricelabs, you have a certain type of experience. You go to Verbo, you have a certain type of experience. And we felt we were falling short of matching those expectations from our customers. And so we wanted to update the platform, make it more user-friendly, match those expectations that you get from all these other great platforms that, that we have in the industry. And then also give you that great data that we always gave in in Markbinder. Um, yep. So we stopped and looked at it holistically. And part of that was changing our subscription model. You know, before we had, you, you were subscribing to a market. You had to know exactly where you wanted to wanted to buy or get investment information on before. That's not, you don't have to do that now. The expectation is you start your short-term mental journey and you get that subscription to AirDNA and you start with us and you find the market that you wanna find. Mm. You don't have to worry about finding, um, knowing that Kissimmee is better than Orange Beach. You don't have to know that before you get to your dna you will help you find that information now so that was part of the change we gave everybody every subscription level even free users access to the globe. so if you you want to look at Kissimmee or you're more interested in, in something in spain um, you can do that and you can get that from all levels of our subscription it's awesome yeah those were those right. are some of the big ones um and then we did annual only subscriptions yeah. and that that was intentional too we don't want to be a transient app that you only use once and then you leave um, we're going to give you reoccurring value, things that you think that you need to come back for. You want to look for properties that for sale, for an investment. And maybe now's not the right time. Maybe you're starting your journey. You want to look. You want to see maybe what's coming in the market next month. Don't buy a house just because you you only got a month subscription to AirDNA. Now you have that annual subscription. You can come back and get more information. Um, also, Jamie Lane, our, our our wizard, our guru in the industry, is um, he's going to start giving us more kind of forward-looking econometric information to help us. Mm-hmm. Make some decision, you know, give people decisions or help inform decisions um, in the platform. So all that stuff's going to be coming soon to give you that reoccurring value of AirDNA.
2: Love it. So like in talking because you just mentioned, you know, you you have a killer on your side of your company that's forward thinking. I guess the question I would have then is because this was a huge, significant change. It was like a huge overhaul. It felt like. And so I guess to me, like and the one of the unique ones that I thought that was really exciting was. The acquisition piece, where you guys are bringing in for sale short term rentals and going that that route. So I guess to me, what is the five ten year picture of Air DNA? Like, what is what? what, Where are we trying to get to with all this? Are we are you gonna? Do you see yourself competing with like Zillow, Redfin, but being very short term rental focused? Or I guess what is what is the goal and vision?
3: Yeah, I mean, Kyle, you said that there's some people from Air DNA here. They'll be mad if I don't get this question right but uh, <laughs> our, uh, our long-term goal is to be the source of short-term rental data. Okay, for all these. Now, if that means that you, you wanna look at it like Zillow, you're gonna come in and get that expectation of seeing for sale properties and doing all of your analysis within AirDNA. If it's gonna be managing your listing, um, if it's gonna be you're, you're a large vacation rental manager and you wanna understand how the market's performing and how you're performing compared to other VRMs, that's what we're gonna do. We have APIs, API access that we're gonna to give to larger companies so they can use our data. I think. The, data, the wealth of data that we have, thanks to how our, our founders who set this company up a long time ago, gave us this giant pool of amazing short-term mental data that not many people in this industry have. So we want that data to be a part of every decision that's involved in short-term mental.
0: That's our exciting. Business. That's very exciting. Yeah. I, I, one of the things, you know, and I want some affirm or some confirmation, I should say, <laughs> of this. I heard from a lot of people that, you know, AirDNA call it a year ago when it had the more expensive monthly subscriptions was really trying to attract the big companies, the, you know, Oh, I can't even think of anything right now. I'm, I'm, I've got a brain fart, but you know, so the, the companies have the 500 units or more, and that's why such such a way, but now with all of the mom and pop shops or the onesies and twosies that have come in and the complaint of like, I don't know where to invest because it's too expensive for me to get near DNA membership. Did you guys, make, is that part of the reason why too, just making that shift of appealing to more of the onesies and twosies out there?
3: Absolutely. I mean, we still we still cater to those large large customers like Vacasa and those mm-hmm. different property managers that are big and even other big people in the industry, DMOs, we still cater to them. We have a side of the house that does that. The platform, the AirDNA that we're talking about today, the online app, is meant for those people that are, you know, maybe they, uh, I I mean, I could come up with a thousand scenarios, but say that you just got a a property or you got some money from your grandparents and you're, you're thinking maybe short term rentals is the way to go. Come and look at AirDNA and you'll be able to get all those answers without knowing what or where or why you want to do this. And we can help you solve that underwriting problem to make a good investment. Very cool.
0: Love it. I'm I'm ready for Aaron to show us how to use AirDNA. That's
2: what I was going to say. I just want to jump in. I want to see some of the new features, see some of the, the sauce, you know, that's where I'm from. That's what we call it, baby. So <laughs> i excited to dive in. Let's, so let's do, it. do it.
3: Let's see. All right. So this is what you're seeing here is going to be the new landing page, essentially, that everybody's going to land on. And what this is, is internally, we call this explore. We're going to give you the option to explore markets. Well, we're, we're inside the United States right now. One thing, Kyle, that you talked about as as your guest for the most used feature was the filters. Filters are on this top section right here. And
0: love the. Filters. this
3: is one of the big changes for us in making this as universal as possible. We want you to be able to put that three and two criteria that you want for a listing into the, the listing section, and it'll filter out all the listings that are there that three and twos across all the markets. And you can see how they're performing in that. So let's just, I mean, as an example, let's just do
0: this. Yeah. Same. And while you're doing that, just to like give context to everyone right now, especially the new people, Like, why is this such a big deal? Well, it's a huge deal because before, if I filtered one bedroom, I was seeing from one bedroom all the way, you know, and now, now I can see just one bed or, or vice versa. It was, I saw one bedrooms. However, it could be like, or if I had a five bedroom, one could have two bathrooms and another could have six bathrooms. And that's, as we all know, a huge value difference for sure. So now we can do both bathrooms and bedrooms and I, or, uh. Yeah, yeah, bathrooms and bedrooms, and I love that. Yep. yep.
3: One other thing that we've we've tended, we started to highlight a little bit more is this market score. Let's talk about the market score. This is intended for that customer that you were talking about that doesn't necessarily know what they want when they come in. Mm-hmm. This is an easier way to say what are all these amazing data scientists that AirDNA has that have big brains that can barely fit through doors? What did their brains come up with to give us a score based on important metrics? So that's what our market score is, and you can take a quick look at. At what goes into those scores? And then those are a really like a, a quick way to triage high level. How are these markets ranking against each other uh, yeah. for their current performance? So that's what I would use that for is like an early stage triage of let me compare these markets with high scores versus low scores. And then I can dive into the numbers here in the market overview page,
2: which is, which is what I'm showing you here.
0: Lama, I'm going
2: to go invest in San Juan. Look at this. I know. I was <laughs> um, and I, in real, I guess, I guess to you, cause I, I, so I've logged into mine and I'm kind of following you into my own profile. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I'm noticing is right when I log in and granted my market is Utah. The first thing that I see is it's highlighting a bunch of specific markets with, with a good market score, I guess. And is that what you guys are pushing people to? Or are you trying to highlight like, hey, these are the markets that you guys want to be in based on our data and that's what people are seeing right when they log in? Is that the idea? That's the idea is to show you the market score, which is our 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 take on how to start looking
3: at these you know, at a high level. So if you yep. want to and you're not sure where to start, market score is one way to do that. If you want to sort that, maybe you haven't seen this, this is a sort. So what's important to you? Is it is it occupancy? Is it your rate? Is it the revenue? You want to sort these markets by something different. If we want to look at maybe revenue as the driver for what, for the markets that you look at, switch that sort there to look at markets by revenue and it'll take you to the highest revenue in markets in the country that you're looking at.
2: Yeah, I really like that because you guys, what you guys have done, like the shift has like been almost like providing information as opposed to you're coming to us for information, right? You're trying right. to look for it. And so yep. um, Trust yeah. Trust advisors is what we're going for. We want to be that person, that, that
3: place that you can lean on when you have a question and you're not sure where to get that answer. You can get it from books. You can get it from podcasts, great places like you guys have set up and you can also come to air DNA and get some of those, some of those questions answered in our app.
2: Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. Um,
3: all right. So let's talk, there's a lot of filters. So you can adjust your scores, market types. This is one of my favorites. So you can say, if I'm only interested in let's say small or mid sized cities and small city rural areas, I can apply this filter and it takes out all of those large markets. And now you're only looking at something that's a little bit, Bigger buckets, but kind of the, the same theme that you're looking for. If we went back to market score, you can do this. Now, if you know that you want to look for one or two markets, you can start typing those in here as well. And you can do a multi-variable search if you wanted to do this. Oh, that's awesome. If that's what you wanted to search for. Um, some of these are, I'm kind of touching on a on a few different, like you wanted, you wanted some of those, like some of that extra tea that is secrets of how to use the app. These are some of the things that I think that, uh, maybe features that get missed by some users
0: yeah Aaron, just just really quickly high level right a lot of people will come to me and be like yeah you know air has got my score of my place whether it's you know a mountain town or a rural or a city 34 but i know that i can make way more money in my 34 score market than next door where they've got it rated at 50 so just so people understand what are some of the metrics that equate to what that score ends up being
3: sure let's uh Let's just use Mount Pleasant as an example and we can we can look at how the scores broke down. So think of this as like a bell curve of distributions of the markets within a country. So 34 and 54 don't necessarily mean that the 34 is a bad market. It could be it could be an emerging market. It could be a market that's coming up. Maybe there's a new national park or something in, or a new something new in your market that we haven't been able to capture yet because we look at, at data historically. Um, that's going to be one of the things that's maybe a variable in there. So think of the scores within a country as as a bell curve. There's going to be a few that are really, really good. There's going to be a few that are lower. And it's just comparing them one-to-one at this moment in time. But okay. the, me- the metrics that go into those is investability. So this is like how much how much money can I make versus the cost of, of properties in this, in this market. Demand, rental demand is pretty straightforward. How many people are renting in this market? Um, revenue growth is the year-over-year growth of the average revenue in that market. Seasonality is an interesting one. So seasonality is not necessarily... It's a metric that can make places like Bar Harbor look worse than Kissimmee because Bar Harbor, Maine is a much more seasonal market than Kissimmee. Mm -hmm. So they're not, you want to look at these a little bit more in a silo. And that's why I say that it's a good starting point. We are going to do some more work on these to make them a little bit more dynamic uh, and match these seasonal markets versus non-seasonal markets to kind of normalize that. But that's one of the things that's coming down the roadmap for us. And then regulations is the, the last one, you know, everybody cares about regulations. We'll dive into that one a little bit more too, cause I have some fun stuff that's coming down the roadmap for that, but this is like, how hard is it to set up a short-term rental in this market? Yeah. Awesome. Don't, don't look at Manhattan. You don't want, you don't want to invest in Manhattan, just as an employer. <laughs> <Okay. laughs>
0: cool.
2: That's good to know, that's good to know.
3: <laughs> Unless you're gonna do midterm or long-term. It's yeah. not, your, not the Well, right? well thanks
0: for clarifying that. So keep, keep on going through this here. What, what are some key things that if I'm new and I've got a property and I need to make sure that it's gonna make some money, where are you going? So
3: first place you can start, you know, well this is essentially this page is everything that used to be in AirDNA. Our whole app is contained within these market market overview pages, and you can navigate to everything via our dropdowns here. For occupancy, you'll see these summary charts, which we had set up. These were on on MarketMinder in the past. These are just meant to be like high level market averages that give you a, a general picture of how that's performing. And then use the charted data and the filters to dive into something more specific for your listing or one that you're that you're targeting. To do that, we did, we presented these in the, in the form of questions. So, what percentage of the month was occupied? There's a drop down here, and this gets you to all of the rest of the questions and the charted data that we yeah. want we want to answer. That's great. Yeah. So you can look at this. You can dive into each of these questions if you want. We default to the, looking at this in the last 12 months, but the real power with these charts comes in when you go down to this pre-COVID numbers. So you can get this and what this is going to show you is going to show you how this market's been performing all the way back to the beginning of 2018. This is a, this is a small market. So the the lines look a little, look a little wonky, but if I, if I went back and I got a, a market more like, um, let's say that we went back and we did something more like a Savannah potentially.
2: Oh, this is great stuff.
3: So let's, let's go down here and look at, um, I'll show you this again in occupancy and you can see how, how these numbers numbers are trending from current year to 2023 to back to how it was in 2018 and 2019. Um, now, why is that important? Because 2020, 21 and 22 were those COVID years and they were more of an anomaly. Like, I always joke that you you could go buy a house that's foreclosed and put a couch in it and you would have been successful it, it, yeah. <laughs> 100%. most of those yeah. years. But you wanna see how it's, we're coming back to more of a normalized trend of 2019 and 2018. So how is this year comparing to those years? And that's the power of this. Now you're going to get real, real underwriting. And you can see how if you did filters, three and twos, maybe you want luxury tier and you want to see how it was performing in 2018 and 2019. This is what you want to look at. You can export this data for you, Kyle. I know you said you like you like to do it offline, then you like to do it in, in, in spreadsheets, export this data, pull it into your own underwriting model, and then it'll help you get real good numbers that way. So
0: are you seeing that now that you brought it up, are you seeing that kind of across the board in a lot of these markets that it is for no matter if it was West Coast, East Coast, or Australia, right? It's 2020, 2021, 2022, increase in occupancy, increase in revenue, and now everything's really back to normal to, compared to 2018 and 2019. Is that is that like a rule of thumb across the board that you're seeing from the data? Generally, yes. Wow, okay. Um, but what
3: I would recommend is doing doing what I did here and you know, this this market's not as as volatile, but you'll see some years where especially, you know, I mean, here's where here's where everybody went on lockdown in 2020. Um, and then 2021 and 22, you'll see those spikes. So look at it at a market level. And if you need to take these out and visualize it with just the important years that seem to be more on trend, do that. So generally, yes. But I also recommend looking at this very specific to your market
0: all right listen up if you are not using price labs you are literally throwing money in the trash dynamic pricing is a must in our industry if you don't know what that is dynamic pricing is just a fancy term for supply and demand pricing when demand is high price labs will get you high price bookings and when demand is low it will fill up your calendar while the competition overprices themselves and leaves everything vacant i was dumb in the beginning of my short-term rental journey i thought i could do it all without price labs so One day, I just said, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm going to try this thing out. And immediately, my income went up 15 to 20% on my listings. I really was kicking myself. I should have been using this from the beginning. So don't make the same mistake as me. Get started with your free 30-day trial at fearlesskyle.com forward slash Pricelabs. Or even better, how about getting 25% off your first six months as a thank you for being a part of the STR Six Figure Formula Membership. That's right. Go to fearlesskyle.com forward slash 6ff to become a member and claim that discount today. Well, I, I got it. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you, you go for it. Lami.
2: No, I just have a ton of questions, especially as we dive into the revenue, revenue calculator, the rentalizer. But, you know, I, I don't know if there's anything else, Aaron, you wanted to speak on here. But if, if you could dive into this, and there's a few questions that I have as well as you go into this. So, but I, I also know a lot of people because this is this is a feature I know a lot of people use. So I know a lot That's of right. people. I'll let you go and then i have a few questions specifically so go ahead no this is a it's a great segue so you're still going to get to use
3: rentalizer and i think you saw how i navigated there that's behind our this button on the top which is our search button it allows you to search for markets globally you can do the revenue calculator which is rentalizer or you can even if you know um, an address of a property that's for sale um, you can put that in here and we'll take you to that page specifically that's great in this case i pulled up a property here in rentalizer that's you can, you can start doing all of your, get your rentalizer estimates. Um, you can put in your bedroom, bathroom counts. Here's that financial calculator that you're talking about, Lamey. Yep. That you find super valuable and you can start customizing this with your costs, um, your purchase price, and we'll give you that that cap rate. That's, that's, everybody's got their number in the cap rate that they care about. Yep. So this is a good place to start. And we talked about this before, but where I would start is rentalizer to give you that high level estimate of what it looks like. You can look at your comp sets to see Are these similar to the property that I that I'm looking at? Which one should I think about? Which one shouldn't I think about? Now, this is our this is our pass at comparables to this listing here. Okay. Um, There's another way to do this that I think is a little bit more robust and is is better in my opinion. It actually will give you a better answer. And it's using some of that information that I showed before in the market overviews along with this.
2: Yeah. Well, that, that kind of answers my question because it was really, you know, my, my ask of you was like, what's your confidence level, especially in these recommended, right? Because for me, somebody that does this full time, I have a business, I have plenty. I understand that this is kind of an average, but I'm, I'm also never really, I don't want to trust these numbers. But I know there's a lot of people that will dive in, put in their address, and then this is, especially realtors, they'll take this value right Uh, of the first three you know those first three squares they see and then that's what they're selling right to their investor so to me i guess you know what what is your thoughts on that how what's the accuracy of it but obviously there's always things you can do next steps to take to dive in further but i'd just love to get your thoughts on it
3: yeah it is going to be fairly accurate as long as the the market has a lot of list as long as the market has a lot of supply So you will see less accuracy when you get to more like more of those rural areas, it's harder for us to use our our model to make an estimate on a listing. When the closest property is five miles away, hundred percent, that's not the same kind of same kind of information. So if you're looking in, in more dense areas that have a lot of listings, you're going to get more accurate data here. But some of the things that, so next things that I would do is I would start looking at these comparables here, Yeah. the best comps you're going to find. And you'll see on these cards here are these ones that show the days available that are almost full-time. These are listings that are on the market full-time. They're professional listings. This is this is somebody's listing that it's intended to be a short-term rental all year round. The numbers you're gonna get from those, the numbers that we get from those are gonna be significantly more accurate than ones where we're making a revenue projection on. Yeah. So find listings that have days available that are in the higher numbers. Now that, that's where I said, this is a good starting point, but let's take let's take a closer look. If I wanna click see all, this is gonna take us to the active listings tab for Denver. In this case, I looked up since I'm in Denver, I, I was feeling like looking at something at home. So we'll go to Denver. And now what you want to do is enter some more of those filters. So I'm on three bedroom, two bathrooms. So you can put in your accommodates. Powerful section here is the performance section. I um, love that one. Price tiers. Think of our price tiers as an ADR breakdown by percentage. So this, this takes your zero percentage of zero to 100, and budget's gonna be the bottom 20% in ADR. Economy's gonna be the next 20%, mid-scale's the next, and so on and so on. So if you think that you're gonna make your listing you know, top of the market, it's probably gonna be in the luxury and upscale ADR range. Mm. Tailored down to that. The next thing that I would do is, are you planning on managing it yourself? Are you gonna get somebody to professionally manage it? Because in some, some senses, that does make a difference. These property managers, they're doing more active revenue management, they might have a little bit higher revenue number. So you can see if maybe that's what the expectation is. Um, but the important one that I wanna highlight here is this day is available. Um, yeah, that's now good. you can really tailor these these comps or these STR listings down to one that are full-time. Yeah. So, do you guys have a, a number that you recommend for people? Oh, to- oh yeah, oh yeah.
0: Uh, well, and that's- Really the bigger the better. Yeah, I exactly what you just clicked right there. I wanna, ideally I wanna see that 270 and up, but, I'll look at both, but I also love, and this must be new because I didn't know these were available, the ratings, right? I want to see a 4.6 or higher. I don't want to see anything below 4.6. If I don't have at least 200 days on market and a 4.6 along with probably about 15 to 20 reviews, I just don't use it. Mm -hmm. Well, now you can do review count as well. That's
3: perfect. So we've got- You you guys add this. uh, This was added in December. That's why I missed it. So one and, and you know full if we're talking and sharing a little bit of little bit of tea, I, we don't do as good a job showing out showing these new features as we should. You're gonna get more of that from us this year. Of us when we push something out, you'll know. It.
2: Cool. Yeah.
0: That's why you got us right now. We're pushing this for you. There you go. Yeah, awesome. you guys are my proxy. That's, yeah. awesome.
2: That's awesome. So another follow up question I had, and this is from an investor perspective, is just curious like where you guys are pulling data from because and I've done this a few times I, cause I, I've been buying a lot of new builds or at least recently built uh, within yep. the last like year. Um, and oftentimes if I'm using the rentalizer, you know, feature it kind of pulls up and it says, Hey, there's no address listed there. And so I, I really, that's more of a question of like, you know, how updated is your data, especially on new builds, people that are buying newer properties that have just recently been constructed. So yep, what are your thoughts there?
3: So we get our data. The majority of our data comes from Airbnb and Verbo. Those are cool. our two primary sources. Now, anybody who connects their listings to our our platform via the, the My Listings section, um, we won't have enough time to dive into that today. But their information will supplement our data. I think it's like your actuals will come into here, um, or just your like your your days available, your bookings. That'll harden that data that we get from Airbnb and Verbo. Yeah, and um, we also partner with some of those big companies that we talked about earlier on that enterprise side um, to help us supplement some of that data there. Cool. Yeah, good question. Thanks. For me. Um, the, what I was going to say next is what I would do here. And that's a powerful feature that um, maybe we haven't talked about. Let's let's use this downtown Denver Oasis with the hot tub as an example. You can click on this one listing. Um, you can actually access the Airbnb link through the the icon in the corner. So nice. you can go to their page. it will save your page here. And then the next thing that I want to talk about, I was talking about viewing that data at a market level back to pre-COVID numbers. You can do that at an individual listing as well. So you can go back five years and see how this, if this is a property that you think is a good comparable for some of what you're trying to create, and you want to see how this listing is performed historically, you can do this at an individual level and you can get their metrics, see how they're performing, where their seasonality is, what their ups and downs are, how active they're doing in revenue management. This is where you can do all of that information and you can change your metrics as well. Here you can go rates, revenue, occupancy over the last five years and get real deep information about these listings. You That's just got their idea. calendar in here like this one. Yeah,
0: that was my next question. I wanna look at the calendar for a second and I got a question for you. Um, in fact, one of our members, Jason was asking this as well. So I love that you now have it actually segmented. It's either available, it's blocked or it's booked because that was always the question in the, in the past, right? Like, mm-hmm. okay, this is great, but when I click on the Airbnb link and it shows that starting two days from now, it's you know completely booked for 12 months, well, how much of that is booked, how much of it is blocked, and which of those days is being booked at what rates, right? And now sure. you have all that, which is phenomenal. Two questions about that. Number one, how confident are you, scale one to call it a hundred that all okay. of that is correct. <laughs> okay,
3: That's a big range, one to a hundred
0: <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of room for error, but if it's a ninety five or a ninety six, I, I can get a better idea. Sure.
3: I will give you my actual, I'm probably around a, a 90 on that. Right. And okay. the reason that it's there is we get, you know, so we get this data from Airbnb and Virgo. So we normalize that. We have to find the, we have to find listing on Airbnb, listing on Verbo, match them together. And we take those days and we find the ones that are maybe booked on Virgo, the ones that are booked on Airbnb. So we'll put those on that, on the unified calendar that you're seeing here.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Now, if you block it, if you have a direct booking site and you get somebody booking direct, that's going to be tough for us to figure out.
0: Yeah, that
3: was that one. Those are those are hard ones for us to figure out. And I know a lot of people will use their direct booking sites a lot, especially for re, for guests who come back multiple times. Like you know, you a yeah. trustworthy guest, you don't need to pay the fees for those for these channels. So just do it direct. The other thing that we we're actively working on now is identifying those longer term stays. So if you have a whole month blocked because somebody's working from home and they want to go stay at your property and they block the whole month. There's there's times where we don't get that as accurate as we could. And that's okay. something that we're working on to fix. So longer term stays and then those direct bookings. And then sometimes we just miss them when they're cross-channel. Okay, but so that, my that's opinion. my 90.
0: No, that's great. That helps me a ton. Second question is, now that we can see this into the future, there's a lot of theories about the past data from a lot of people. Is the past data judged the same way as the future data? And my question being, When you look at a property that did $102,000 in this last 365 days, Mm -hmm. that also bleeds into your former platform. And a lot of people think that if days were blocked, that that showed up as book days and it would count towards revenue. So, can you just bring some clarity to that? If that question makes sense, I hope. I think so. Let me
3: paraphrase and make sure that I understand. So, when you're looking at historical data, would we consider blocked days as revenue days? And then that would, that would, that would, have an impact on how we did our, like our revenue potential for these properties. Is that correct? Yeah, exactly. Blocked days do not consider part of the revenue. So it'll be just the days that, that are booked. Okay. And then that's how much they actually make. But then the revenue potential is more of a calculation. That's like a, a best case scenario estimate. So use that as like based on the days available and the days reserved that these listings have had. If we project that out to 12 months, you know, if they're only available 180 and we say that they, they we turn that into 365, Mm-hmm. Here's how much we think that they could make. Yeah, now, there is there is some room for error in there. That's obviously a, a model, but that's that's the difference. I think I answered your question maybe.
0: Yeah, you did. Yeah, it, it very simply, the, it just block days don't count, which is great. One thing, yeah, go, go ahead, Lame. Yeah,
2: I was just going to interject because I feel like this kind of is related somewhat to my question. Um, so my my portfolio, we do a really good job of uh, marketing to uh, professionals, right? Yeah. Furnished finders, split pads, things like that. Mm -hmm. Do you guys foresee yourself kind of trying to gather that? Because obviously you're pulling from Airbnb and VRBO right now. Now, granted, there are midterm people that are renting out on those platforms, but the majority of that market that is renting 30 days at a time is obviously off platform onto other platforms. So is that something you guys have considered in terms of consolidating your data and being a, a one-stop shop, or are you going to continue to be niched down into short-term rentals?
3: Lama, you are not the first person to ask me this, and you will not be the last, I promise you. <laughs> that. Um, especially as more regulation, as regulations become more and more of a concern. 100%. The, the, mid, the midterm is um, always a consideration to kind of get around those regulations. And and frankly, they're, they're better, more reliable stays. So have we, have we looked at it? Yes. Um, I don't have anything eminent right now to look at... Yeah including midterm stays like from another platform like a um, furnace finder but we have been we have been thinking and talking about that internally yes
2: well i think i think too if it I, because really the problem with that industry is there isn't anything it's yeah. really it's really hard to know anything about it other than you know being active in it and seeing it within your own portfolio so that would be a yeah that'd be a huge a huge feature so it's awesome that you guys are looking into it
0: Aaron, I would say uh, we've gone over a lot. This is already awesome because I've seen features that I had never seen before. If there's one thing we haven't gone over that is good for people to see before we wrap this up, what would that be?
3: Oh, you're only you're going to force me to choose one thing. <laughs>
0: I'll, I'll I'll give you two if you can do them both in under uh, under five minutes.
3: I can do that. I'll take I'll take two and I'll give you one that's we inc- we incorporated um, MLS data here in the cool. in the platform. So now what you can do is instead of doing a rentalizer search for one address, basically what this is going to give you on, on this section is, this is a rentalizer estimate for 170 for sale properties right now. This mm-hmm. is what's going to show you. And you're going to be able to filter it by, you're going to be able to sort it. You're going to be able to use the for sale filters to tailor this down to match your investment criteria. So if you got, if you have a, a particular buy box that you care about, you use those for sale filters here to tailor this down inside a market, even, with, even across multiple markets to show you those Properties that are actually for sale that meet your your criteria, you can gotcha. go into each of these, and this is going to take you to a page that's very similar to Rentalizer. So it'll have the the price. You're going to get your financial calculator here as well. You'll get all the information about this property. And here's future roadmap thing. We're going to be adding something to this section that will let you know how these listings are zoned. So are they yeah. are they are they actually are you actually able to do short term rentals at this property? And that's something that's going to be coming out in Q1. So zoning information will be added to this page. There you cool. go. Right. It's awesome. That's this is, awesome. Um, this is one of my favorites here. The for the four sales section. All right. That's one. I got, I got three minutes, right? Let's you, do that. You
0: got it. Yeah. <laughs> right.
3: um, the next thing that I want to show you is we have an, an aggregate view. So if you want to look at markets in aggregate, what you can do is you can go to this market aggregate tab. And this is something that we offer to our more sophisticated okay. users, but you can look at all of the markets um, that you have in your scope. How they're performing at these occupancy levels, and you can see, you know, you can choose your actual how you want granularity. Do you want monthly or yearly? What do you want your start and end dates to be for your metrics? You can choose your metric, um, and this is going to take you real, real deep into the, like that next level analysis for investing. Um, this is one of my my favorite tabs, and I scratched the surface because I've only got a few minutes. But there's a lot more features in this that I think are powerful. Yeah, cool. I, like I got it. two minutes. I'm going to give you one more. I'm going to hit okay. you
2: with three. <laughs> let, go, let go.
3: <laughs> Under active short-term rental listings, you can look at the cards, but if you click on this little icon over here, what you're going to get is also a list view of all of these properties, how they're wait, 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 wait,
0: back, back up! I didn't see what you clicked on. Right. Oh, sorry. No it's worries. Little,
2: those two squares on the right,
3: right? Yep. Active short-term rental listings. And then yep. right next to the sort for review count, you're going to get two icons. This one represents the cards and this one gives you your list view. Okay. Now what you're going to get out of this is you're going to see the names. You're going to see how all their important metrics, their days available. You'll even get some amenity information on here. You get their latitude, longitude, their price tier, their property ID. This is exportable. So you can do the filtering offline. Kyle, I was thinking about when I showed this one. And this goes all the way back to 2020, 2018 as well.
0: I have one last question since you mentioned amenities. Is there a filter coming up that allows you to filter amenities, hop, tub, pool, all that good stuff. I'm not going to say no. <laughs> I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to nudge you and say, make that a yes.
3: <laughs> it is a yes. We are actively working on adding amenity filters. It'll be included in the, in the listing filter dropdown. You'll be able to, to filter by uh, 16 different amenities. Um, and we will have that in quarter one. So by the end cool. of March, you'll have all
2: that.
0: I love it. Lame, you got anything else for Aaron? No.
2: Hey, this was super tactical, yeah. which I, I love stuff like this. So Aaron, that was awesome. I really appreciate you being on here and sharing your wealth of knowledge, brother. It's almost like you made it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and exactly. At that point, I made it for you guys and I made it for all the people that are on this call too. So
3: I love feedback. I love everything that like the, the, the platform that you guys gave me here to talk about this. And if any of your customers have questions for me, I joined your guys' Facebook group. You can get me there. Awesome. Just, uh, if you want to include my email, aaron.coppinger at Airdna send me an email with any kind of feedback. It doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be good. It can be bad. I like I like actioning the bad feedback as well. So stay in touch. Hey, I love appreciate it. Aaron
0: for sure. Uh, we got a couple questions from the members in our Six Figure Formula group. So for those of you that are listening right now on replay on YouTube or the podcast, make sure you jump over and get started with the. Six-figure formula, fearlesskyle.com slash 6FF. And you can get started for free for three days. And then it's only 49 bucks a month from there. So um, we're going to stay in here. But Aaron, thanks so much for helping our audience to conquer the world of short-term rentals and learn the new Air DNA interface. No worries, all Appreciate the time. Of course. Wow. Okay. Big big takeaways, big things, a uh, lot a lot of exciting stuff going on. I, I love, I'm <laughs> I'm just a huge fan of the filters, but what, what stood out for you?
2: First off, uh, just the incredible, like de- attention to detail, to the filters, like yeah. they really, it allows you to be extremely tactical in your underwriting and just, just finding deals. Right. And so, um, that was a huge plus, um, on top of it is I, you know, I like that they are kind of shifting their focus into more of like a platform that's like, here's information as opposed to like, you know, we're trying to show up and figure out, the system to find the information we want. So it's kind of more of like a display model as opposed to like an encyclopedia, which I really, really, really liked, but that was gas. That was fire. It was a lot. It was like mind-blowing. It
0: was like, and that's why, like, if you feel the same way and you're like, okay, that was all great information, but I feel like it's kind of just spit out onto a canvas. Now, how do I organize it? That's exactly what we've already done for you. in The six figure formula fearlesskyle.com slash 6FF. We have a market eval kit in there. And for just 49 bucks a month, and you actually get your first three days for free, guys. So just go over there, try it out, see if you like it. Uh, but for 49 bucks a month, not only are you going to get the market eval kit, you're going to literally get the A to Z on how to build and how to optimize your Airbnb business, optimize your listings. And you're going to be a part of an awesome community, not to mention great discounts. And by the way, you get a great discount with AirDNA as well by being yep. six-figure formula. So go check it out. Wame, man, I'm excited for people to really figure out the new intricacies of AirDNA because there was, like we mentioned in the beginning, a lot of pushback on the change. But if you actually use these things, I feel like you're, especially right now, right? Like you can't just throw a couch in a pre-foreclosure or a foreclosure house like what Aaron said anymore. You have to know your numbers and they're helping us to make sure that they're rock solid.
2: Make calculated decisions, Absolutely. And so, and, you, and again, you know, just reiterating, you've laid it out on how to do it in the 6FF. So make sure you reference that, but huge value, huge tactical value. And that's why I, I like ones like this, because it's something you can go and apply. So.
0: All right. Awesome. Team Fearless, thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate you being here. For Lame, Kenny Kenny, I'm Kyle Stanley. We'll see you next time. And we'll be continuing to help you conquer the world of short-term rentals. We'll see you. Take it easy. Hey, Fearless Investor community, thanks again for listening to this episode of The Fearless Investor. If you haven't already, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. And for more free content, check out my YouTube channel, also called The Fearless Investor, and our website, www.fearlesskyle.com. Until next time, keep on conquering the world of short-term rentals.